Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions and welcome to Aiden on Anchor. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. You're listening to episode 114, recorded on September 20th, 2022 at exactly 4.01 p.m. I forgot that it was September and almost said August, hence the pause there, but we made it through. And that's what matters. What are we talking about today? Well, I figured I'd update you on the brand new updates that YouTube announced that all have to do with making money, which is kind of cool. There's a lot of good news here, news that I feel like we would have covered on another YouTube podcast had it still been going, but it's not. So now Aiden on Anchor has indulged again yet in a tradition of Stealing another YouTube podcast topics and and talking about it myself. But is it really stealing if the podcast is dead? Look, that's all I'm saying. You know, is it really stealing if we we couldn't have made an episode anyway? So, that's all I'm saying. I'm going to be reading off the YouTube official blog and the uh, article called Made on YouTube, Supporting the Next Wave of Creative Entrepreneurs. Came out. Literally today. So all this news is fresh. You're going to get my live, unfiltered reaction. Because that's how Aidan Anchor works, I guess. So here are kind of the key takeaways that they made in this nice little graph. Makes it easy for me just to say like, hey, you don't want to listen to the whole episode? You want to know what the what the updates are in short? Here they are. Number one, updates to the YouTube partner program so more creators can make money from their content. Kind of vague, but we'll get into it. Number two, new opportunities to make money on shorts, including revenue sharing on ads. Probably the biggest one of the bunch uh, with some context for sure. And number three, new ways for creators to monetize content that uses popular music. Oh, what might that mean? Perhaps. I don't know. Gonna have to listen to the whole rest of the episode to find out. That's crazy. Wow. Okay. We'll start with number one, updates to the YouTube partner program so more creators can make money from their content. So right now, the way it works, if you want to make money on YouTube, you have to fulfill two requirements. Number one, you have to have a 1,000 subscribers on your channel. That's just the first thing. Number two, you have to have 4,000 valid public watch hours in the last 12 months. There are a lot of ways to do this. You could keep uploading so consistently that each video has a certain number of watch hours and then you build up to 4,000. Ideally, the easier way to do it would just be to have one video kind of pop off and get like, I don't know, a thousand views or something like that. And that'll get it pretty quickly as well. Um, But there's a lot of different approaches. I personally think of the two, the 4,000 public watch hours is harder than the 1,000 subscribers. But I've seen it both ways. I've seen it both ways. Jay got the 1,000 subscribers first, and then the... Or no, Jay got the watch hours first, and then the subs. And I think Zach was the other way around. He got the subs first, but not the watch hours. So they both went at it two completely different ways. But that's where the partner program stands right now. What they're adding to it, and what I think is interesting, is that there's now going to be a little third option you could do. So... Under this new system, you would still have to have 1,000 subscribers, but instead of 4,000 public watch hours, you now have the option to either go for that or 10 million valid public shorts views in the last 90 days. If you're able to get 10 million valid public shorts views in 90 days, 
you don't have to get the 4,000 watch hours, which is kind of cool. It sort of gives an option for shorts creators to be like, yo, the watch hours, I'm not going to be able to get it. YouTube doesn't count like the view on a short the same way that it does on a video. So you're not going to get the watch hours from shorts that you would from regular videos. So if you were primarily a shorts creator, that just wasn't possible to really be monetized. You could get the thousand subscribers, but you would never get the watch hours. Now, here's an option. Get 10 million shorts views, I guess. That sounds like a lot, but I'm, I'm guessing it's not. I'm so ill-informed on the world of short-form content that I'm sure I'm going to talk to Zach about this, and he'll be like, yeah, 10 million shorts views, that's easy. You know, Just go ahead and get 10 million shorts views in 90 days. To me, that sounds insane. But I guess it's easier. I don't know. But it's a cool little option that they're adding. And from what the tweet was saying as well, there's going to be a version of this for like live streaming as well. Because they mentioned adding more ways to get the partner program, easing up restrictions for shorts and live. So I don't know what the live version of this is. Because you could still get watch hours from live streams. Maybe after they're unlisted. I don't know. I don't know what they could do there, but that could be really interesting. The other cool thing that they're doing is that they're taking some of the benefits that you get from the YouTube Partner Program and making it easier to get earlier on. Now, we don't know what those new uh, qualifications are going to be, but the benefits that they're bringing over to what essentially is a lower tier is you'll be able to use Super Chat, Super Stickers, Super Thanks, and channel memberships before you hit the partner program. They say more details are coming in 2023. This is a good thing, honestly. There's a lot of stuff locked behind monetization requirements. Uh, ads, uh, YouTube premium views, funds, merchandising, ticketing, Super Chat, Stickers, Thanks, memberships, YouTube brand connect. I don't even know what the hell that is. So it's cool that some of this stuff is going to be easier to get. A lot of this actually benefits live streams. Having super chats and stickers, memberships even, that's like pretty live stream focused. Super thanks in case you don't remember what that was. It's like essentially you can just give money to like one particular video if you want. So a video could be up. You could hit the little super thanks button and just send somebody $20, which is kind of cool. And I believe on all of these sort of super forms of monetization, you get a pretty good cut from it as well. So that's kind of cool in general. But that's number one. That's the updates to the partner program. Honestly, good changes all around. Preferred changes. I like that a lot. Number two, let's talk about the new ways to earn for shorts creators. Wow. So here's how they say it'll work. There's no nice graphic to look at on this one. Kind of low-key disappointed YouTube, but whatever. It says, beginning in early 2023, current and future YouTube partner program creators will be eligible for revenue sharing on shorts. In shorts, you can run ads between videos in the shorts feed. So every month, revenue from these ads will be added together and used to reward shorts creators and help cover the cost of music licensing. From the overall amount allocated to creators, they will keep 45% of the revenue distributed based on their share of total shorts views. The revenue share remains the same no matter if they use music or not. So basically what they're saying is like, hey, you want to make money on shorts? You make money on shorts. And that's kind of a big freaking deal. Because I don't know if you know this, but there's this other like little shorts platform called TikTok where you can also upload shorts. 
And right now it's been winning the battle over YouTube because TikTok has a wider audience. You know, there's more people on TikTok, more people watching shorts. They have a community built around it. One of the key weaknesses of TikTok, however, is there's no real way to monetize. So ideally, you know, similar to Vine back in the day, you get big on TikTok, the move is to, to leave and to go elsewhere so you can profit off of it. But what this is allowing essentially is YouTube's like, hey, you know, we're not getting the reach yet. We're not getting the audience. But what we can do is double down on our monetization strength. So now YouTube shorts will be the first ever way to make money from short form vertical video. No other platform's done that yet, and that's kind of cool. It's basically the same way it works on regular videos. You'll just be getting ads. Although it is interesting that they mention that some of the money you get from ads will help cover music licensing costs, which kind of ties into the third thing as well. Although I do like that they add as well. The revenue share remains the same no matter if they use music or not. So I was going to wonder, could you make more money if you don't use copyrighted music? But no, it seems it's always going to be 45%, which is like a little low, honestly. But I think they're probably shooting this low because there isn't like a standard yet. I mean, they're the first ones to do it, right? So 45%, I guess, makes sense. I, I think most people will just be happy to make money from shorts in general and don't care how much it is. But still, that's pretty huge. That's a pretty big one. It's going to kind of force TikTok's hand. It's going to force a lot of creators' hands who have kind of been avoiding shorts, waiting for it to grow a little bit more. Um to kind of get people to like kick them into gear and be like, hey, make some shorts. You can make money off it now. It's a real thing. And then the uh, the shorts fund as well is still a, a thing as well. So you can get money from that. But it seems like maybe they're getting rid of that. What does it say? We expect the majority of our shorts funds recipients to earn more money under this new model, which is built for long-term sustainability instead of a fixed fund. We're doubling down on the revenue sharing model that supercharged the greater economy and enabled creators to benefit from the platform's success. I see. So maybe they're trying to phase out the shorts fund in preference to this, which I guess makes sense. That'll be better for more long-term stuff. They're also launching super thanks for shorts. So similar to videos, you can leave $20 on a particular short if you really want to, if you think it's that good. You know, pretty, pretty neat. Pretty cool. All right. Tip number three, evolving the soundtrack of YouTube. Our third major point. What is this one about? It probably has something to do with copyrighted music, I'm guessing. Is there no epic graph? Damn. One, one out of three had epic little graphs I could look at, and this one doesn't. It's so sad. All right. Music is essential to shorts and across YouTube. We've seen how creators can give classics new life or bring a local hit to the global stage. But the complexities of music licensing has meant that most long-form videos that feature music, yes, even that one workout video you didn't finish, don't result in the creator getting paid. So, in recognizing an opportunity to build a bridge between the music industry and creators, we're redefining how music can be featured in creator videos. We're introducing Creator Music, a new destination in YouTube Studio that gives YouTube creators easy access to an ever-growing catalog of music for use in their long-form videos. Creators can now buy affordable, high-quality music licenses that offer them full monetizing potential that will keep the same revenue share they usually make on videos without any music. And for creators who don't want to buy a license up front, they'll be able to use songs and share revenue with the track's artists and associated rights holders. Creator music currently in beta in the U.S. and expanding to more countries in 2023 will offer a streamlined process for creators. They'll be able to instantly see the terms for their song selection. 
So what this looks like to me essentially is the uh, YouTube version of Epidemic Sound or Stream Beats or Monster Cat. There's a lot of these services basically where you can get copyright free music and then put it on your YouTube videos. I guess one, this is going to be built into YouTube Studio, which is nice. And uh, two, the kind of like thing that they're targeting is not copyright free music, but rather like international pop hits that you can then buy a license to use in a video, which there are less of those services. A lot of them just sort of rely on like copyright free music that they get from other artists, not really like pop hits or radio hits. So YouTube kind of tackling that sector is a little bit more interesting because there's less competition there. There's like Licked, which does a very similar thing as well, where you kind of like buy licenses for uh, popular songs. I think what's kind of like cool in this case is that if you don't want to pay for that license, you'll essentially just split the money between you and the license holder, which is kind of like how copyright works now, essentially. If you like get caught using a popular song, they'll just kind of take the money. You know, well here, you know, it's a little bit more fair because now they split it in between, which is kind of cool. So, yeah, I mean, more options for like music in YouTube videos is always a good thing. I remember back in like 2015, that space just sort of wasn't a thing. So using music in YouTube videos was very tough. A lot of people just sort of like in the gaming space anyway, it was like, I'll just use video game music. And then that got copyrighted and then like, well, you know, whatever. And then finally these services like Epidemic Sound finally became like viable and usable. And then we started getting good free options like stream beats and stuff. Creator music is finally like YouTube's answer to that. Uh, I think they had a sound library too, which was also very similar of like free sort of music. But I guess they're rolling this into the creator music kind of just making it one service that's kind of cool i probably won't use this i feel like there's enough good options out there that you shouldn't have to use this but uh you know if you want if you don't want to like leave the platform you know this is a, a fine way to do it i suppose just probably like the least exciting of all three of these news updates i think if I had to like rank them in terms of like excitement, it's like the shorts one's number one. That's huge. Nobody's really doing that. The updates to the partner program is number two and probably the one that'll impact me the most. And then the third one is like the YouTube creator music studio, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Not interesting to me personally, but if it is to you, I, I totally get it. So yeah, pretty big announcements. And a lot of them will be getting updated throughout this year and then to 2023 which is pretty cool so a lot of these things aren't official right now but will be in the coming year or so which is cool i'm really interested to see what that uh lower tier for the partner program is they give you access to super chat super stickers super thanks and stuff like is it are there going to be requirements for it is it going to be free what is that lower tier what does it look like is there going to be like a live stream version for getting into the partner program that's similar to this new 10 million shorts views? That'd be kind of cool. I'm interested to see what they do with that in particular. But uh, yeah, fascinating updates. Let me know what you think about these updates anywhere on the internet. My social medias are linked down below. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to financially support the podcast, 
There's a little support button down there. You can click on it. You can give me money. You can make In on Anchor a little bit more consistent, perhaps. Be kind of cool. Anyway, I've been Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and I'm signing out.